Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Nikki! Hi! So, we have a man Fortnite popping up. The manliest Fortnite of all. Woo, yay! And mostly characters I'm gonna get angry about. (laughs) Woo! I mean, we had a preview of it last week where we talked about Manape, which is like, depending on which way you look at it, is either extremely racist or short-sighted, so. Uh, but before we get started, um, what is your history with, like, Marvel stuff, like comics or um, movies or shows or whatever? Sure. Um, I have an older brother, and I grew up with him and some second cousins that are all males, so I'm was very into the DC comic scene. And uh, when the movie started coming out, I started delving into Marvel. But I haven't gotten as into it as DC, but still love the stuff, so. Like, I say I love Marvel, but, like, honestly, the more I dig into it, like, I'm just, oh, these are some real shady stuff. Still love it, though. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But <laughs> mm, it's like, it went from, like, I love this unconditionally to, like, it's my problematic fave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Not so great things. So, also, I'd like to bring up that Nikki is uh, Asian American, and we're talking about one of the most offensive Asian characters made in Marvel history. Woo, yeah. Just starting out. Did not mean this to happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about Mandarin. Of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Again, totally on accident. <laughs> but I just I just book people and they get whatever they get when I can record with them. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, this is not when he's in like his fully racist mm-hmm. outfit. He's just racist on top of being almost naked. <laughs> ah, very glamorous, glamour shot. <laughs> what's he look like? What's he look like? You can see. A man right. with, like, a Magneto-type helmet and a green cape and a loincloth-type attire on his waist with a red dragon tattoo on his stomach. Over his belly button. Yeah. Yeah. And and you forgot the, you forgot the Fu Manchu and the scraggly beard. That too, yeah. Yeah. You know. Totally not a thing. That something. Okay, so, um, do you want to know what his real name is? Sure. It's unrevealed. Unrevealed. Well, yeah. Well, his real name is we don't know it. Okay. It was never said once. Okay. He's okay. His real name by the comic vine is Khan, which is Khan. Hmm. 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 I mean, you might have called him like. John or Smith or something. <laughs> There's only like a million cons out there. But, <laughs> but <laughs> my name my name is I I am a ancient conqueror. My name is John. <laughs> and by the way, that's his occupation, conqueror. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. He is considered a enemy to the state to the state in the People's Republic of China. His former alias was Gene Khan. Gene um, Khan. 
he was born. I uh, no, he's not ancient. I'm thinking of another racist character, but that's from Image. Ah, so sorry. Mm, see, you know, mm. I'm getting my racist a- Asian character <laughs> villains mixed up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was in an unrevealed village in mainland China before the communist revolution. But when would that put it? Um, the communist revolution happened. I'm not that familiar with Chinese history, unfortunately. I'm not from like I'm <laughs> somewhat familiar, but like I don't know dates. Um, like it would have happened after. Uh, like I mean, why can't I just guess at a certain date? Uh, af- it was after China. I mean, after <laughs> yes. I mean, it was after China became China. <laughs> yes. So after the War of the Three, after that big war with the multiple warlords and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably after the Great Wall. Yes. Definitely before the uh, now would be uh, ruler for life, who ruler for outlawed life. who outlawed Winnie the Pooh because people kept on saying you look like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> 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 it would have been after 1900s when communism was installed in by Lenin, Bolsheviks. Hmm. You know, I have a, like I'm I can literally just type it up. When did China go commie? <laughs> Communist. <laughs> oh, 1940. 19- I was thinking then, but I wasn't too sure. Okay, okay. So, so okay, 40s. So okay. He first showed up in Tales of Suspense, issue 50, The Hand of the Mandarin. Mandarin. Um, in February 1964. My mom wasn't even born then. <laughs> yeah. Created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Good stuff. In an Iron Man, it was it was an Iron Man uh, comic before Iron Man had his own comic. Because mm, mm. it was like at first, uh, mm, okay, well, like Iron Iron Man and Captain America for a long time was in the Tales of Suspense comic, mm-hmm. so. He's been in like 475 issues as well. So. Wow. Yeah. So. Not as impressive as Magneto, who's been in almost 5,000. Yeah. You know, yep. whatever. <laughs> it's probably still one of the more well known Asian ca- uh, characters mm-hmm. in Marvel. Yep. And uh, his. Uh, he was in Iron 3. Well. An interpretation of him, right? Interpretation, which honestly, if they went with, like, they would have had a skirt, like, the biggest bush in the world. Yeah. <laughs> if they tried to do Madruna as represented in the comic. Yeah. Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was an ally of Sandman, employer of the Swordsman, Power Man, Living Laser, Enchantress, the Executioner, and the Unicorn. The unicorn. I can't wait to talk about the unicorn. He's like my <laughs> favorite. He's like my favorite uh, Iron Man villain. Okay. <laughs> and as you can tell, it's he was the villain of Iron Man, who was the rich capitalist going against the Chinese communist. Mm-hmm. Is a, still a thing that goes on? Apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Uh, so, his base of operations is the Palace of the Star Dragon in the Valley of the in the Valley of the Spirits, somewhere in the People's Republic of China. 
that's fun. Um, so, okay, so let's go. He has a very long list of stuff. Uh-huh. I'm going to edit as needed. Okay. Okay, so. He's, he is the son of one of the wealthiest men in pre-revolutionary mainland China. Uh-huh. Who claimed to be the direct descendant of Genghis Khan. Which, like, I think a third of the population can claim that on Earth. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anyone with a little bit of Asian descent in them can probably mm-hmm. claim it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and an English noblewoman. Ooh. Both parents died soon after their son's birth. And he was raised by his father's sister who was embittered against the world. He displayed scientific aptitude at an early age and used his inheritance for education in various sciences in China and abroad. As an adult, he he became a high government official or a Mandarin and became renowned throughout China for his administrative brilliance. Sorry. With the success of mainland China's communist revolution, he was deprived of his position, his palace and his wealth. And then he started exploring the Valley of the spirits, which no one set foot in for centuries. And then he found the skeleton, a skeleton and the starship of Axon car. An intelligent dragon-like uh, alien huh. from the planet Maklu Four, who came to Earth Mac- centuries ago and died. Hmm. So I'm like descendant from aliens, basically. If yeah, yeah. It, well, if, if those dragon <laughs> dragon people boned down with the humans, yeah, 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 and you know they did, yeah, of course. Of course, and like I, like anything that's like remotely humanoid wants to bang each other. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. as shown by Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mandarin Jin uh, studied uh, studied the science sciences uh-huh. uh, that the um, Mucklandian people had until he mastered it from like the ship. Uh-huh. Then he learned how to use the tin rings he found within the, s- the starship, which apparently it's propulsion source, among many other things, used. So he has, like, tin rings. That's his big thing. Tin rings, okay. And also, tin rings was also a reference in uh, Iron Man because it was the terrorist group. Mm, okay. Took him. Okay. Yeah. Um, he saw the technology. As the surest means to achieve his goal, and over the years he would turn he would turn various nations' missiles and weapons against them. Um, his first uh, scheme was to sabotage sabotage and uh, theft uh, theft of uh, American missiles and spy planes built by Ant- uh, Anthony Stark, and then uh, he. Then, like, Tony put on his Iron Man suit was just like, get out of here! I'm gonna invade your own country. <laughs> because I'm fighting you in here, in your own country. Oh, one of his early technological achievements was launching a small orbiting satellite whose death ray he aimed at Stark Industries in the, build- in the building of Ultimo, a 30-foot android possessing fast, destructive powers. Ultimo. Yep. It's a good robot name. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's almost like a... Uh, Amazo. 
Amazo or yeah, Amazo, the the, <laughs> the world renowned killer robot Amazo built by <laughs> Honda. <laughs> and then he uh okay um he he like used he tried to use Ultimo like four times for that success. Uh-huh. So apparently he didn't. Apparently, third time was his charm. So he's just like fourth time. It'll definitely happen. Um, he also made a teleportation technology who enabled him to kidnap people at will or teleport himself hmm. out of threatening situations. Convenient. He teleported Happy Hogan, a friend of Iron Man, to his castle um, in China, and was just like, "Yo, I'm gonna fight your friend." Yeah, and then Iron Man, like, physically bested the Mandarin for, like, the first time in personal combat. Directed the missile that the Mandarin launched at the... had launched at the Mandarin castle, destroying it. Then he escaped. Then he escaped with his teleportation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Chekhov's gun. If you have a teleportation machine, you're gonna use it. Of course. Multiple times throughout the story. When it's useful. Of course. Not when it's not useful. Like, on a hot date, things going well, not using teleportation device. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, man, this is going so well, Sally. I'm going to just teleport away. I'm just going to teleport away. Now, on a bad date with Sally. <laughs> that Then that would be useful. We should, we sh- like, I think if anything, he could have gotten rich off of, like, personal personal teleportation devices. Yeah. I know I could use one. That would just be amazing. Not getting stuck in traffic. Yeah. Oh no, I I would immediately become a thief. <laughs> like, it would, it'd be like, oh cool, I could teleport. Oh cool, I got more money than I had before. <laughs> like <laughs> it would it would be like as soon as I learned how to use it. Yeah. I, no, not even a bank. Like I'd probably just like teleport it behind like someone would be like, oh cool, a wallet, and then go. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I will say this multiple times if i have powers i will not be a good guy ever <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a bad guy i am not gonna be a good guy <laughs> depends depends on if you think property property theft is actually a bad thing or mm. property is a thing that we should have as a concept mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. world, which honestly kind of don't because you know it just i get that mm. Uh, but then I don't want to get into uh, like Thomas's Hobbes idea of social contract and mm-hmm. how property is one of the reasons why we. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, teleported to his orbiting satellite, and then uh, oh, he he constructed a gem-like device capable of broadcasting hate rays towards Earth. Hate rays. Hate rays. Yes. Like, I, I send a wave, woo, and then you hate everyone around you. Kind of hate race. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a it's like a more potent form of haterade because this way you can just point at people. You have to convince them to drink it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, haterade—the thing that makes people hate each other. <laughs> um, and then he, but you know had a bunch of Iron Man villains like the Swordsman, the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Enchantress is not an Iron Man villain. He uses a Swordsman. What am I talking about? And the Executioner? Oh, yeah, that's no. 
Th- those are just Avengers and Thor villains. He made a hate Ray. And then he was just like, yo, I'm done fighting Iron Man. I'm going to fight the Hulk now. <laughs> Tin cans are uh, enough. <laughs> so he turned his attention towards the Hulk. He didn't want to fight him. He's just like, yo, I'm going to try to trick him into like working for me. Uh, the Hulk which, henchman. Which everyone thinks they can do mm-hmm. and they fail at and yep. they get the crap beat out of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Hulk yeah. smash. Yeah, and then he had two attempts at trying to control the Hulk, and then um, he allowed uh, he allied himself with the uh, with the Sandman, not like the you know the one with the eyes, but like the one that <laughs> okay. is sand. Uh huh. Yeah. At first, I thought you said Sandman. By- I was like Goku. Sand? No, Sandman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like what? Just uh. <laughs> Yeah, Gohan. Team <laughs> Gohan and uh was just like, hey, I'm gonna fight with this with this Asian care uh, stereotype. <laughs> yeah. They and then they went on like a PR campaign, a negative PR campaign for Tony Stark. Good campaigning. Yeah, good campaigning. Uh and then that just kinda blew up. Or- yeah, that kinda just blew up around. And then he and then he went to uh increase the ring's powers mm. and learned of the legendary eye of ying the talisman of power created by an ancient group of chinese sorcerers and then he like had the inhumans mm-hmm. uh find the talisman form because at that time they weren't they were living on in the himalayas okay yeah the inhumans kind of just move around a lot mm-hmm. they lived in hudson bay for a while and on the moon totally breathe and on that motorcycle <laughs> like sometimes they're just on a motorcycle <laughs> um, they're everywhere and nowhere yeah black bolt black bolt was just like stop and then like nearly killed him because that's what black bolt does mm-hmm. he he tells people to stop and then they stop because they get like a they get punched in the face by his voice mm-hmm. yeah and then they took his sin rings no. And then he, and then, and then, like, being like, oh no, I don't have my rings anymore. He went back to that same valley and then found a headband that was just like, hey, this will help you find the rings and get them back. Ooh. What a coinky dink. It's, uh, like that. It's almost like a plot device or something. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, restored his castle and. Then he like fought aside alongside the unicorn, which again I love. I love the unicorn so much. Did you know he actually has a unicorn crest on his chest? Like No, you didn't. No now. No, no, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> he has a horn that shoots lasers. Wow. He is so good. I love he's like if only he was a good boy. He's so precious. <laughs> but he's bad. I Aww. wish he was just like a good soft boy who had laser <laughs> horn and a unicorn on his chest. <laughs> but okay, then uh, with that handband though, like he accidentally like trigger- triggered like a Freaky Friday thing with a unicorn, but the dun, unicorn dun, dun. was dying. Oh. And so, which means he was dying because his brain was, when his mind was in the unicorn's body, and then. Uh-huh. 
rescued himself. Rescued himself. Oh. oh, oh! I do not want to know about that person. He you do arrived not at his to. castle. Okay. okay, he arrived at his castle in China and found that he's been taken over by the Yellow Claw, another Oriental mastermind. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Then he was forced to find uh, find another laboratory to restore his brain into his rightful body. And then, oh, and then with the unwilling aid of the Japanese mutant Sunfire, he restored his mind to his rightful body. Huh. And then he fought. Then he fought Iron Man again, which is pretty much what he does. <laughs> then he, uh, then he fights the Yellow Claw again. The Claw. If you could switch bodies with someone, who would you want to switch bodies with? Okay, so this is gonna be this is gonna be real petty of me. Okay. Uh, but okay, so I was dating I was dating a a woman in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. When she dumped me, she pretty much dated someone who was like a taller, more slightly more handsome version of me. I would switch <sighs> into his body. So mm. I could just be like almost myself, but mm-hmm. like slightly taller, mm. a mm. little bit skinnier, and a little bit more handsome. Oh, I don't ha- I don't have like a lot of goals or ambitions. If I could just be like twenty percent like more what I want to be, that'd be all I'd want. <laughs> who would you who would you switch bodies with? Hmm. It has to be like a real person. I would say it's a real person. Okay. I should have thought about my answer before asking the question. <laughs> you see, that's the problem I have. I ask questions and never have like an answer. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Um. I don't know. Someone with a nice voice, because I really hate the sound of my voice. Actually, so. Um. I like it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he just does things, but let's talk about the addressing thing about him. Okay. How tall he is. I'm joking. He's like 6'2". <laughs> like, he's a really tall boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has black, blue-black eyes mm. and black hair. Okay. And he's also a, a tough boy who exercises a lot. As you can tell. You know the thing I like about his costume? At least in this one? The dragon on his belly isn't yeah. like even like a tough belly. It's almost like a little chibi dragon. It's just like, <laughs> hey, look how cute this dragon is. <laughs> it's on my belly button. It's so cute. <laughs> no, but let's actually talk about his powers. Yes. Which his powers is having ten alien rings. So, so what? his litter f- little finger. That's why I'm talking about Peter Bailey. Oh wait, on his left question. Hand. So, is it two rings or is it more than two rings? Ten. 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 So, so there's as in each finger. Ten. Oh, I thought you were like tin, as in like metal. No, like, no, oh. no, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Okay. So, so his left Peter Baelish shoots out ice blasts. Huh. And like, it can it can lower the temperature of a of an object to nearly absolute zero. On his right ring finger, he has a psionic. It allows him to like intensify his psionic energies, and he can kind of control people 
hmm. mentally, with his mind. And, and But it can only happen about 10 feet. Yeah. For one person. Hmm. hmm. I'm trying to think of when that would be useful. <laughs> hmm. You know what? It'd be real useful to be like, hey, I, you totally shortchanged me. Give me back the money I just gave you. <laughs> that, <laughs> that would be useful. Because, <laughs> you know, you're right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. His right middle finger shoots electroblasts. Hmm. And it's, like, mentally determined by uh, by him in his brain. Okay. His right index finger is flame blast. Okay. And, uh... Flamethrower. It can... Yeah, he can... It can trigger explosions. Where, where does the power come out of? From, like, the hands themselves? Or just... The ring. The ring. Okay. Like... It, so, it, like... Like a beam of power would just... Come out of the ring. I yeah. guess. All right. I mean, I didn't say it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And his thumb, mm-hmm. his right thumb, has uh, it can emit various forms of energy along the electromagnetic spectrum. So basically, he can like Microwave? make a light from his oh, thumb. Okay. And, and probably microwaves, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> I would move that to the middle finger, so like he could like use it as a flashlight. Uh, that, yeah, that would be useful. Because, okay, you could totally move, switch these around, like I'd probably have... Okay, so I'm, I'm, so I'm redoing his rings on okay. his left hand now. Okay. okay so, okay. middle finger, mm-hmm. the light run one. Mm. So he could like, kind of like, you know, do lights. Then I would have the, uh, I'd have the mental, the mental intensifier mm-hmm. on the thumb. Mm-hmm. That doesn't shoot anything out. Then the pinky, I'd probably just keep the, uh, on the pinky, I would keep the, the ice. And then, uh, index would be, index would probably be flame. And then the, uh, electro would be, uh, pointer finger. Ring. Okay, yeah. That way he could be fancy when he's shooting like ice beams. He could be like boo 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 boo. Pew, pew. <laughs> Although he wouldn't be doing that, he'd just hold his fist out. But I just think that the it being on the thumb is a bad choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, because if you want to make a flashlight, you wouldn't put it to where actually you know what? That's how we hold flashlights. Never mind. <laughs> I'm just wrong on this. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to have it where it's like your thumbs out. It's like, well, how do we hold things like a flashlight? Yeah. We don't hold it like we're like a dumb Wolverine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna. That's how I'm gonna be holding flashlights from now. From now on, like in between, like in between my fingers <laughs> with a fist. Okay, so on his right hand, he has, on his uh, right, Peter Baelish, he has a black light, which hmm. you can see all the dirty things that's happened in a room. Oh. No, oh, <laughs> no, no, it, like... Nightclub, everywhere you, can, you go. Like, it can, it can, like, just make darkness, basically. Make darkness, so you can, like, sleep in the desert, I guess? When it's I guess. always or somewhere that's but, always but, sunny, right? Like that kind of 
It's Darkness? the sun. He could, he could sleep on the sun. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always it's always so it's always light there. And it just sucks. <laughs> oh, then he has a disintegration beam on his ring finger. Hmm. Which guess what? Disintegration. It takes twenty minutes to recharge after use. Uh, how, how how much disintegration are we talking about? Just like I mean, I'm talking like full on disintegration. Like. How how big can the thing to disintegrate? Or is it just like could it be like an entire building? Or would it be like It's probably something he could point at at his fist at and like it's probably like a It doesn't really say. I'm just gonna assume he can disintegrate at least a mouse. Oh, okay, okay. Probably a person. Okay. Right maybe not like a whole building. Okay. No, he can only disintegrate mice. It's really dis- <laughs> it's like he can only disintegrate mice and it's just real weird. He becomes the exterminator. Yep. His middle finger uh-huh. on the right hand has the vortex beam. It makes us like a vortex. And he can also like levitate the stuff with it. Okay. So like like tornadoes? Vortex, I guess? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then on his right finger, right index finger, he has an impact beam. It just like hits things like real, real hard. Okay. With the beam, it also has the concussive force of three hundred and fifty pounds of TNT. Yikes! Like it can create magnetic fields to repel or attract things. Hmm. That just seems like I can do anything I want with this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then on his thumb, on his right hand. Uh-huh. Let me let me reiterate. This is I could do whatever I want, Ring. The last one was the second. I could, I can almost do whatever I want. Okay. It's the matter rearranger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rearrange matter, rearrange would that mean like rearranging time, I guess? Because Matt, well, no, just just things, just things. Okay, yeah. and he can create, uh, like he can, like he can transmute elements. It cannot rearrange the atoms and molecules of Iron Man's magnetic beam and reinforced armor. I mean, it sounds like an Iron Man thing, mm. but like, <laughs> why that? <laughs> like, he can transmute. Uh, like, he could basically like make poison gas out of air and. That'd be Turn cool. Air into liquid water and solidify gases and stuff like that. But like, you would be a rich man if to, you could make like sand into water in like a desert. That'd be so, nice. Like, like for real. Like, why doesn't <laughs> here? Okay, here's my problem. Here's uh-huh. my problem with the Mandarin, except for him being basically an Asian Asian stereotype of the uh-huh. of the communist menace. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just use this to like use this technology to move to America and become a billionaire? Yeah. And then he could actually do more evil things without people actually wanting to go after him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. See, like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Whatever. We're done talking about him. Okay. So. Yeah. What do you think of the Mandarin? He has a lot of bling. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like, too much, I would say. Yeah. Like really, if you okay, I'm gonna just eliminate all the ones he doesn't need. <laughs> okay. 
You know what? He can keep the flashlight one. He doesn't need the flame blast. He doesn't need the electro blast. He doesn't need the ice blast. Now the now the mind control thing mm-hmm. from up to ten feet can actually be useful mm-hmm. for sneakier things. Um, black light that's probably intra- that's probably a good one. Disintegration beam he needs that yeah. one. Impact beam and then the matter rearranger. So all he needs is like. Consider considering he has a, like a beam, like a disintegration beam, and a beam that could like basically blow up multiple buildings. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I don't think you need the the the, the ones. You don't think you need the ice blast no. whenever you could just make the air around someone mm-hmm. ice. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Too much bling. <laughs> In fact, you could prop. You know what? He could get rid of the light ring and the dark dark light ring. You could just have three rings. <laughs> On one hand, it just have the rest of it be decorative. Yeah. Everyone's just like, "What's up with those other rings?" It's like I just like them. Get get away from me! Blast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're done talking about the mandron. Then we're on to another person who I have strong feelings about. Uh, uh, so what, what do you have to plug? So I'm starting a YouTube channel. We're gonna do some video game music covers on that. Oh, uh, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. Yes, that that sounds um, interesting and fun. Yeah, and uh, well, it is. It's, I need to edit up the episode to put out in like a couple of days. <sighs> By the time this comes out, like I'll have two episodes edited, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, uh, that that comes out fortnightly, so okay. you know you can look like at some point in the month. I don't know. I tend to choose like within the first week and within the third week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can also look at my little cryptid, my cat, who has <laughs> three. Well, he has three plus one thumbs. That's four. You don't know your math. He has, he has four thumbs. <laughs> and he is going to be one year old. Yay! By the time this comes out. He's going to graduate from a kitten to a slightly bigger kitten. <laughs> <laughs> um, And... Oh my god, sorry. I keep on looking at the next person becoming more disgusted by him. Okay. <laughs> uh... So, um, yeah, this, uh, thank you for listening. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how meaningless life is. Good night!